feeling sorry for half the things that we did. Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net and be sure you are subscribing to this podcast. If you're already doing so, thank you, and tell your friends to do so as well. Besides nhte.net, you can also find the show on iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts, and it's available on Spotify and lots of other podcast platforms. There are links to Now Hear This Entertainment on at least a half dozen podcast apps at nhte.net. The show is on a whole bunch more, though, so don't worry if you don't see your favorite on there. Look for this show almost anywhere that you get podcasts. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Los Angeles, my guest is a singer, dancer, and actress who last year released two singles, one of which was released on all-star music Sony Red and produced by PJ Bianco, who discovered and developed the Jonas Brothers. She is currently working on new music, which we will hear about, and she was also in the Disney movie A Wrinkle in Time, starring Oprah Winfrey and Reese Witherspoon. You've been hearing a song of hers called Aftertaste. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Annalise Hoveda. Hi, Bruce. Hi there. Thanks for making time to talk to me today. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Let's start off by having you tell the listeners all about the song that we were just playing called Aftertaste, especially since I was talking over it and they couldn't hear the lyrics. <laughs> yes. Well, Aftertaste is about a girl that meets a guy and they end up together and they become boyfriend and girlfriend and all that. And then they break up because she finds out that he cheats on her with another girl that's prettier than her and richer than her. And just, she feels like she's not good enough. And then she just finds out he cheats on her. And so they break up and it's really hard for her to get over her. And that's why the song is called Aftertaste. Ah. <laughs> and yeah, um, I had a lot of fun working on it, recording it. And I wrote it with a songwriter named Amy, Amy P. And she's written with a lot of great artists like Christina Perry. And yeah. Well, we've heard a lot over the years of me doing this show that a lot of people will say that for someone that's your age, you do have to make sure that you're doing songs that sound like it's something that you could have experienced yourself. And certainly that sounds like it is the case. Have you found that to be the case, that obviously people around you are advising you to make sure that you do that with the music that you're creating? Yes. I really wanted to have a lot of other girls connect with the song, and that's why we really wanted to make it around like a 16-year-old experience. Yeah, I haven't really experienced it myself, but... I know a lot of girls have. Well, but you can relate to the idea of it. It's not a song about someone that has had a job for 15 years and they got fired and they feel like they got left at the altar, so to speak. So even though you haven't experienced it yet, you can certainly understand the concept. Yes, of course. Yes. So did you get a lot of feedback, though, once it was released of people saying exactly that? Oh, my gosh, I can totally relate. Yes, a lot of feedback like that especially on the music video because that's where there was all the visualizing of it and yeah 
what was it like to work? I mentioned in the intro, listeners, you heard me say that she has worked with PJ Bianco, who discovered and developed the Jonas Brothers. What was it like, Annalise, to work with PJ? And I guess give us something from that session that stands out in your mind. Working with PJ Bianco was an amazing experience, especially because he worked with so many amazing artists. And it was really cool because he also got to co-write a little bit of the song. And he just was a really nice guy. And I felt really blessed to work with a guy like him. It was amazing. So getting back to the reaction to the song, I don't want to use the word validation, but when people do come back to you and they say, wow, I can totally relate to that song, does it make you feel, I'm, instead of the word validation, I'm going to say, does it make you feel like, okay, I thought so. I think all this feedback that I'm getting tells me that I'm on the right track here. Yes, of course. It really makes me like believe that. Yeah. And probably gives you more confidence that, okay, there's an audience that's going to respond that seems to know the messages that I want to give and I know what they would like to hear. Maybe not what they need to hear, but what they would like to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good. They get the message. (laughs) Yeah. Listeners, if you still have not heard my big announcement yet, either on the last few episodes or on this show's Instagram account, or I guess in the weekly e-newsletter. As the calendar was changing over to 2020, I overhauled the Patreon for this show, and you can now get bonus content that is ad-free only through that method, and all for just 5 bucks a month. So Annalise and I will be talking about even more over on there. Plus, there are already audio files up there from the last four NHTE episodes. Hit the show website, nhte.net, and then click on the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button for access and more details. Annalise, I believe you are working on new music, so assuming that that's correct, what can you tell the listeners to expect? Well, I could tell them to expect a lot of things. Obviously, I'm going to be songwriting and going into the studio to create more songs probably gonna stick with pop but we are trying a little bit of latin so they might i'm gonna tell them to expect a little bit of spanglish and spanish (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i haven't released a song in spanish but i'm pretty sure it will happen soon because that's what we're aiming for So what's the outlook for 2020? Does that mean that you're working on a new song or new songs, plural? Will there be a single? Will there be singles? Is it an EP, an album? What what do you foresee? Well, there will be a Breakaway Remix, which is my other single. And we probably will be releasing a new song, a new single, once we get in the studio and start creating songs. Did I see something on your social media where I thought I saw a picture of you standing near something that said Radio Disney? Yes. Yes. I am involved with them. I've had a few meetings with them, and they have my song in their list. Yeah. Wow. That that has to be exciting that I'll, I'll put it this way, that you're not someone who's been doing this for 10 years and yet to already be talking to someone like Radio Disney, yes? Yes, yes. Uh, Let's start peeling back some layers here. You were discovered by Jeff Gordon, All Star Music Group. 
when you auditioned for a girl group. Talk about that audition and your time in the group. So I was with an agency and we had an audition for a girl group. So we went into the audition and my manager told me that the first 10 seconds, he already knew I was a star and he knew I wanted me in the group and he knew I would make a, an awesome addition to it. So I ended up in the group <laughs> and it was a lot of fun because it was different and I never been in a group before. And so then he talked to my mom and I, and he told us that he wanted to sign me separately as a solo artist. Ah. And yeah, so I was still in the group, but I was also signed as a solo artist at the same time. But then the group kind of broke apart, but I was still signed <laughs> as a solo artist. Mm. And so, yeah, so the, the group was about, two years we were together for about two years and then yeah so after that i stuck with the contract <laughs> as being a single artist solo artist well you read my mind because i have a ton of follow-up questions based on what you just oh. said and i want to see how i do with remembering some of them so you answered one of them which was going to be how long did this group last for and you said two years so let's go back to the audition though so so what did you do for the audition i take it that you went and sang a song, presumably a cappella, maybe? Yes. So I went in with another girl that was about my age, and we are in the same agency. So we, we went in the audition room, and then we sang a song, and then we danced, and then we did a little monologue together where I had a line, and then she had a line, and we just kept going back and forth, acting it out. And that's pretty much wow. what we had to do. Yeah. Wow. And so what was the name of this group? Princess Project. Okay. And how many girls were in that? Five. Now we're, we're talking about a musical group, yes? Because now when you're talking about doing a monologue, I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. Maybe they did more than just sing. Yes. Well, we did go in for um, <clears throat> Disney auditions. And, well, we worked can't kind of aiming toward the singing part of the group but i guess they wanted us for interviews to be really good with because <laughs> um when we would go into interviews they would want to see us act so that's why we would have to have the acting part of it they just they wanted us to be triple threats mm -hmm. so we would practice all of them and we rehearse all of them yeah so wow. a little bit of much well, it sounds like those two years, you got more than two years worth of experience. It sounds like you got 10 years of experience in two years time with all that you did. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say a great opportunity to learn a lot of lessons. So where did the group end up performing? Did you do shows? Was it televised at all? Did you release any music as as the group? We released music. We had, well, we did covers. We mostly uh. did covers, and we were more on social media, posting stuff on social media and different platforms. So, yeah. Yeah, so in that case, there's not music to go and look for to purchase from the group, but at the same time, people were able to interact in the sense that, like you said, at least watching on YouTube and maybe other video sharing sites, right? Yes. 
but no shows at a theme park or at a performing arts center or anything like that where you were out for crowds to come and watch? No, I don't think, well, we were going to do that in like a couple of years, but since the group kind of broke apart, I guess we never really got to do that. Sure. Yeah. And are you still in touch with any of the girls who were in the group? Um, a little bit, yeah. We still have each other on social media and all that. We're doing our own thing, so it's kind of hard to keep in touch because we have our own schedules. But when you went to that audition, how many girls were auditioning for the group? Do you know? Oh, <laughs> well, when we got out of the room, there was like a whole line of girls. Oh, my gosh. Who auditioned, yeah. And so there's a chance, uh I was going to say, there's a chance that some of them may have come from not only outside of Los Angeles, but perhaps maybe even outside of California. Um, Yes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because there are a lot of girls. Wow. Wow. And so getting back to what I was saying before, that people respond to the song and they tell you that it really spoke to them. I would think that that in itself had to be another shot in the arm in terms of boosting your confidence that there was so, so many girls auditioning for the group and you were one of only, what did you say, five that were chosen? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, there. so when I was auditioning for the group, there were already three girls in the group, but they wanted to make it a five-girl group. So they were auditioning two that day, two from I don't know how many girls were auditioning. And so, yeah. <laughs> well, see, so to me, that that says even more that you were chosen out of such a huge number of girls that were auditioning for what were only two available spots and not five. Yes. Yes. Listeners, this is going to be the last episode that gets released before all of the interviews that I did at the Winter Nam show start coming out. If you listen to this show regularly, thank you. And by now you know that when I am on location like that, I keep things simple while still getting great quality audio thanks to Tascam and specifically the DR44WL handheld recorder, which by the way is also great if you're someone who's always on the go. So you need something portable for getting down song ideas or similar audio content. Turn to Tascam no matter what you're looking to do, where recording equipment is involved, I was also a speaker at the NAMM show in Anaheim, so I made sure to capture my audio through the Tascam DR10 series, a lavalier mic that records into a small square-shaped unit that clips onto my belt, an SD card, a micro SD card, and now I will have pro audio to lay over the video that was shot of me presenting. There are all kinds of solutions for hobbyists, independent artists, and of course the pros. Look on Tascam.com. That's T-A-S-C-A-M dot com. Annalise, I said in the intro that you sing, dance, and act, but I'm starting to hear more and more about Annalise Hoveda that is the songwriter, too, obviously. Yes. So I'm starting to get into the songwriting because I'm wrong, I want to start singing my own songs that I wrote because I want to connect to them more. So when did you actually start songwriting? Well, my whole life, I really, well, every time I think of something, I really just jot it down in my notes on my phone, just to have in case I ever want to, I ever feel like writing a song, because, well, I've been writing since I was about nine years old, but I wasn't really too serious about the songwriting. 
I was just really into the acting and dancing and singing part. But now I really want to get into the songwriting. But when you say you started writing at age nine, was it with the intention of them being songs or was it, oh, I was doing some poetry or I was writing maybe short stories or what did that look like back then? More like songs, yes. Wow, wow. So (laughs) was it almost instantaneous that I'm writing songs because I think this is something I want to do someday or did it just seem fun at the time? It really just seemed fun at the time to songwrite because just singing my own songs was really fun and they were really silly. Like I was only nine, so they weren't really like love songs. It was just like, Hey boys. (laughs) It was just like little silly songs like that, but I wasn't too much into the songwriting, but over the time when I started getting older, that's when I really started getting into the songwriting. Yeah, I was going to ask you, was there some moment that you remember when the light kind of turned on and you went, you know what, I think I really wanted to do this in terms of like really being serious about my songwriting and learn the craft and write with other songwriters. Do you remember, was there some turning point where all of a sudden that was your shift in mindset? Yes, about maybe like last year, actually. Meaning 2019? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. Like probably early 2019, late 2018. Um, my manager and mom were talking to me about maybe like you should start um, really getting into the songwriting so that you can connect with your songs more when you perform them and record them. And I was like, you know what? Like you guys are right. Like I'm going to start doing that. And then since then, that's when I really knew that I should really get more serious into the songwriting and that I really want to pursue more in it. And so since you made that decision, have you found that you listen to music differently? Yes. Especially when I know that the songwriter wrote their own, their own song. I know that they probably connect it, connect to it more. And I know it means much more to them than just singing someone else's songs that they wrote. So then being that we haven't talked about you playing any instruments, when you do sit down to write a song, do you try to rough it out a little bit? Do you have a piano? Do you have a guitar? Or do you, how do you, maybe, maybe like I was saying before about using the Tascam unit, maybe you have something that you kind of sing the melody into. How do you put the songs together unless you are playing an instrument and I don't know about it? Well, I don't play an instrument actually. What I do to write a song or think of how the song should go I get a lot of songs that I really like and I I sort of put them together to to try to make like one song and to make the melodies and the verses and all that I really just do it by ear uh yeah I don't really play any instruments (laughs) well but that's interesting to hear because I know there are other songwriters who will say no, when I'm in songwriting mode, don't play any music around me because I don't want to be influenced by something that I just heard and all of a sudden I end up writing something that sounds like a song that's already out there. Oh yeah, that has happened before. <laughs> yes. Um, I wrote a song one time. My mom was like, wait, I've heard this song before. And then I was like, wait, me too. <laughs> Oops, I you know, 
I need to fix it. <laughs> How is that possible? I just wrote it. You can't have heard it yet. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm really cautious about that. Make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, let's put the songwriter label aside for a minute and go back to being a triple threat, singer, dancer, and actress. What inspired you to pursue all those? And I guess if you had to choose one, which one do you love the most? So what really inspired me was doing musicals. My mom put me in musicals when I was at a really young age. So that got me into singing, dancing, and acting. Uh. And I just... I had so much fun doing all three at the same time. And over time, I just grew so much passion for them because doing all three are just so great to do. And especially when you get to do them with like other people, you get more into it more. Mm. And I think, I think the musicals really helped me (laughs) like love them a lot. Well, and I can see that, too, because when you are in a musical, you're doing all three of those. And I imagine that at that particular time in your life, you're at a point where you say, why can't I just do all three of them? Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you did have to pick one out of singing, dancing, and acting, which one would you say that you love the most and why? That's a really hard question. <laughs> but I think... My main passion is probably for singing. That was, I think, singing is just kind of in me. Like, I can never stop singing. Like, it's so much fun and I just can't stop. But acting is something that you have to, well, not necessarily learn to do, but it could be in you, but you could also learn to do it. But I think singing is really my passion, something I love to do. Well, I love to do all three, but... (laughs) Well, but you were, unbeknownst to you, you were creating this picture in my head for me as you were saying that singing is something that you could do anytime, anywhere, for all intents and purposes. Granted, you're not going to go in the library and start singing loudly, but (laughs) you can be in your car and you can sing, but you can't all of a sudden start dancing when you're riding in a car and... You know, acting, I kind of feel like acting is you really have to become something else, whereas you could... You, as Annalise Hoveda, you could sing and not be singing in your singing voice, but you could still do it just casually, recreationally, like someone who doesn't sing that just is a someone who enjoys listening to music. So I could see where the accessibility of singing could push that to be your favorite out of the three. Right, right. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is be clear and consistent with what you do and what you're promoting. I see people who are sending mixed messages with social media posts that are all over the board. If you choose to have a separate, say, Instagram account for you personally, don't include that content on your music account. If to keep money coming in to pay the bills, you work as a server in a restaurant where they have a hokey happy birthday song that you and the other servers have to sing to customers sometimes, don't post that on your music page where people might get confused as to you being shown doing that. Posts for the sake of posting that show anything and everything and could even be irrelevant 
are not going to reinforce your brand that you want people to spend money on. As I said at the beginning of this bonus, be clear and consistent with what you do and what you're promoting. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. That's really great to know, isn't it? Very helpful, right? Bruce gives out a tip just like that on every episode of this show, and there's an easy way to get all those that he gave out over the first 160 episodes. The ebook series called Bruce's Bonus Book contains four volumes, and they're all available for purchase and immediate download at www.brucesbonusbook.com. Order yours now for helpful tips that you can apply to your career right away. Annalise, how did your passion for acting start? Was it musicals or was there something even before those? Um, sort of both. Um, at the age of, I think I was seven, my mom put me in a performing arts school and they had acting classes and I auditioned for one of their musicals and got the role of Chip in Beauty and the Beast. And that's how I started acting. And when I was eight, I did a lot of more musicals. And I don't know, my career just kind of took off. And I just fell in love with it. It was just so much fun. So I think the musicals got me really into acting, too. Well, but I would think, and I'm putting this in the form of a question to you, so feel free to correct me, but I would think that if your mother put you in a performing arts school, and if you were doing musicals, then there certainly had to be someone that, I'm going to use the term a drama teacher, that it wasn't that you were just in the musicals, you were probably being taught to act either by someone else in the performance school and or by whoever was in charge of these musicals. Yes. So they had acting instructors showing you how to play the part. And I also went to a few acting classes, which was really fun because when you get new scripts, you have to play different characters and they act differently. And so that just, it's just a lot of fun to do that because you get to see what you can do with these characters. You can do more than what you're supposed to actually do. And it's just it's just so much fun. Okay, but teach me and the listeners a little bit right now, because when you're doing something like you described that is already a Disney movie, you're just doing it as a musical, aren't you kind of influenced by the movie version and you say, well, I guess that's what I'm going to do? Or is there room to act outside of what people expect because they saw the movie also? Well, you can act out the part how you're supposed to, like how they do in the movies, but there's always room to make it a little bit of your own, make the character funnier. You can make the character funnier. Um, Yeah, well, there's room to really make it your own at the same time. Yeah, so it sounds almost, yeah, it does, because it sounds almost like when someone does a cover song and someone says, well, that's not how the original artist did it. And they say, well, this is my interpretation of it. So I think what you're saying is that someone can go see the same musical three different times, meaning by three different casts, and then also compare it to a movie version and say, well, these were all different. Why is that? Well, because it was the actors and the actresses on stage putting their own interpretation of the characters out in front. Right. Yes. 
So on the whole, how has this whole acting and singing career experience been for you? The whole experience has been the best for me because it's what I love to do. And I've been learning so much that I wouldn't know if I was a normal girl just (laughs) going to school and not being in these acting and singing stuff. It's just, it's been really amazing. Was there ever a time, and if so, I imagine it would be beforehand, but was there ever a time when you wanted to do something other than singing, dancing, or acting? Um, that, <laughs> that is something I would need to think about because singing and acting is pretty much like my life. <laughs> I can't really picture myself doing anything else. Wow. so it's you, crazy. <laughs> so in other words, you never maybe participated in sports where you thought, I'd love to become a professional tennis player someday, or I'd love to, you know, fill in sport here. It was always basically the arts. Yes. I have never wanted to do any sports. <laughs> <laughs> Sports is not my thing. <laughs> I use that as an example, but in other words, you know, as young children, we come up with these ideas of what we think. I mean, obviously, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Batman when I grew up. And in fact, I thought I was qualified for it because Batman is Bruce Wayne and I'm Bruce W. So, you know, I thought I was on my way there. But <laughs> eventually I changed my mind and I know at one point I wanted to be a lawyer, and obviously I'm not. So that's kind of where I was going with that is maybe at some point you had some ideas of when I grow up, I want to be X, and then eventually it became, no, I think I want to be a singer. Uh Uh-huh. But it sounds like that was never the case for you. No, I guess not. (laughs) Amazing, amazing. I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Los Angeles by singer, dancer, actress, Annalise Hoveda. Check out AnnaliseHoveda.com. Look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of her first and last name. Plus, I will also put a link to it on the show page for this episode at NHTE.net. Once you land there, you'll find links to engage with Annalise on social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Plus, there are links there as well for her original music. So, yes, you can follow her on Spotify, but support Annalise by purchasing downloads of her music from the likes of Apple Music, which is iTunes, or get it from Amazon. Keep up with her online also so you can get updates on new music that she releases. I mentioned earlier about the Patreon for this show. Check out the bonus audio ad-free by going to the show website nhte.net and hit the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button. It's only 5 bucks a month, and as I mentioned, Annalise and I will be recording for that to go with the four that are already up there now. And don't forget that another way you can support this show is through your regular, everyday purchases on Amazon, such as Annalise's Music, for example. It's no extra cost to you, so you're able to support NHTE without taking extra money out of your pocket. Just go to the show website, nhte.net, Scroll down to the tall Amazon banner, and then once you click that, it will open their shopping app if you're on your phone, or it will open their website if you're on your computer. Either way, at the end of the transaction, they will kick back a small percentage of the sale to me, which helps with the expenses I have for putting out a new episode of this show every week. 
And no, I don't even see what you bought. So thanks for your support of the show through the exclusive ad-free bonus audio on Patreon or by starting your online shopping through my Amazon banner. Annalise, how does your acting background influence your music and performance as a whole? Um, well, I've been acting since I was six, so mm. I really feel like when I'm performing a song, I can really show different emotions by putting my acting into it. I think it just puts the whole performance together. <laughs> do you find that maybe when you're writing a song that because you do have the acting background that maybe you're already visualizing what you can do as a video for the song as you write? Yes, yes. Well, me, my manager, my mom, my dad, we're really the ones that really make the vision for the songs, for the music videos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so when we're writing the song and recording it, we're really just thinking about what do we what do we do for the music video? Like, what would be good? What would and be entertaining for the audience to watch? What do they want to see? Stuff like that. So the acting does come into play, and I love to do my acting skills <laughs> in my videos too. Well, and it really does also give you the ability to. I'm going to say live out what the song is about. And I would almost think that you would be disappointed if there was an actor, if there was someone else in the place that is trying to represent the message that you wrote yourself as the songwriter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. You are a positive role model for teens and tweens. How important is being a positive influence to you and I guess, who did you look up to in your tweens? Well, being a positive role model to people my age is is a really good feeling for me because I know that I'm not putting anything bad out there for people that they don't want to see. And I'm just glad I'm really inspiring people to do what they want to do. And I tell my my fans and my audiences to... Really, if you want to do something really bad, just work hard for it and you'll succeed. And when I was young, I really looked up to my role model was Mariah Carey because no matter how much hate she got, she still pursued and she still persevered for within her music for because she just loves doing what she does. And I'm just really I just really love her for that. Well, and a great choice because I've always liked her as well. And to your point, here she is all these years later still doing what made her Mariah Carey. So despite some of the challenges, she's still out there performing today and didn't let it bring her down. Yes. She's still amazing. <laughs> Listeners, I have mentioned a couple times that Annalise is in the Los Angeles area I'm told that it's very common for people there to drive to Las Vegas, say, for a weekend or a long weekend. I, of course, am down in Tampa, Florida, so it's definitely not a drive for me (laughs) or a lot of you who are listening from even farther away. Anyhow, regardless of where you live, you want to be reading the Access Vegas newsletter. I was saying this on the show two weeks ago, and I think it bears repeating because it really gives you an idea 
of how jam-packed Access Vegas is with helpful information. When I logged in for the most recent issue of Access Vegas, one of the very first things I saw was a button to click under where it said, well over 100 exclusive tips to save you time, money, and hassle in Las Vegas. So when I clicked through, I saw a long list of everything from parking tips to staying safe in Las Vegas to cheap gambling and eats to freebies and comps in Las Vegas, a bunch of stuff about hotels slash resort fees, information about shows, transportation, and a whole lot more. And that was all just in that one section of the latest newsletter. To start getting it in your inbox, go to my show website, nhte.net. Click on the Access Vegas logo, and then when you're signing up, put in the code BRUCE to get $5 off. Don't forget that you will even get access to their archives. Again, on nhte.net, click the Access Vegas logo, and during sign-up, use the code BRUCE to get $5 off. Annalise, you were mentioning before about the new music that you hope to do now that we're into 2020. Any other fun projects in the works that you can tell us about? Well, I so as you know, I am going to the studio to write and record a new song very soon. I'm really excited for that because I feel at home every time I go there and I love to work on new songs and which I can inspire other teenage girls and boys to pursue their dreams. Well, I'm still I'm still doing acting and still going to auditions once in a while because I want to keep that up and I don't want to forget about the acting part of my career and still going to dance classes once in a while every week actually to keep that up and I just want to tell everyone to look out for my new songs and make sure they watch my music videos and keep up with me on my social media to see what I'm up to and yeah so there's no projects that you have that you're able to disclose right now just kind of what you covered so far right no just the new song coming (laughs) soon (laughs) okay well um I can't help but think of the it's more than a project but I mentioned in the intro that you were in the Disney movie A Wrinkle in Time starring Oprah Winfrey and Reese Witherspoon. Talk about that whole experience. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so in the movie, I played the role of Veronica's friend, and we were the bullies. We were bullying Meg in the school. And, okay, so it's a really funny story on how I got the role of her friend in the movie. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) So I went to the set as actually background i was going for background wow because i was in a i was like in a thing that they would send out kids to do background only just a lot of kids and we would get paid so i was like no i'm gonna do it it's fun (laughs) and so i went and then when we were in wardrobe the guy was like here you're annalise hoveda let me give you your clothes because you're veronica's friend and he was treating me really like good like really nice like if i was like special he was treating you in a way that 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 would not imply that you were someone that was there to do background work (laughs) and i was like what i was like wow he's really nice like in my head i was saying that 
And then he was like, he was just treating me so like good, like so special. Like if I was like a like VIP or whatever. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, Veronica's friend. Okay. Like, so I tried on my clothes and they were different from everyone else's clothes, which I was kind of confused about. So uh, it was a long time ago. So I'm saying what I remember about it. (laughs) And so, um, so yeah. So I was like, I told my mom, I was like, mom, they told me I'm Veronica's friend. She was like, Veronica's friend. It's like, my mom was even confused too. And so we got to the set and then I asked, I asked the lady that was on set. She was like, she was like, hi, so you guys are Veronica's friends. So it was me and then I think two, three other girls and we were the bullies. And I was like, hi, like, we're, we're <laughs> I don't even know. I was just so like confused at the same time. But I think the other three girls actually had to audition for the role. Mm. They had a, yeah, so they had an audition for the role. And so the lady was like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the stunt double. Like, I'm the body double for Rowan, Rowan something. I was like, Rowan Blanchard? And Rowan Blanchard is like, she's so famous. Like, she's from Disney Channel and a lot of shows. So I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, like, this is this is so cool. And so I got to work with Rowan Blanchard and Storm Reed on set. And it was just, it was such an amazing experience. And I really got to talk to Rowan Blanchard and she gave me some advice, which was really cool. And yeah, so. So that movie, yeah, that movie came out in 2018. So being that you're saying it was a long time ago, I'm trying to remember, is there a chance that it was filmed in 2017? I think we filmed it in 2016. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes, 2016. Well, listeners, <laughs> as a result, Annalise does have a page on IMDb. You can look her up on there. And so I'm looking at it right now, and it makes me have to ask you. It says on your IMDb page, Young and Naive 2019. So what was that? Because that was last year. That was a short film I did. It was a little short film I did, and... It was, I was in a party scene and we were just having a lot of fun and I actually never got to watch the short film. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not pretty sure where it ended up. I didn't really, I don't really know, but yeah, that was, that was a short film I did. It was a lot of fun. Okay. Mm Well, but listeners, uh, you can head to IMDB and look that up. And I do want to mention for those of you that know him, uh, Eric Roberts, he's an Academy Award nominee. He was in that short film that Annalise is talking about. So certainly by no means don't shortchange it, listeners, just because you hear her referring to it as a short film. Annalise, we're going to close today with another song of yours, one called Breakaway. Before we head over to record the exclusive bonus content for Patreon, tell the listeners all about this song, Breakaway. So the inspiration for the song came from the realization that a lot of girls I know feel really trapped inside because of their families. They're going through hard stuff with their families. And 
I believe that in this world, girls should get an exposure of life. And I think Breakaway just, I really wanted the song to make girls feel like they can be free and not have to feel trapped and make them know that they can talk to people about their problems. And yeah, so I actually didn't write the song. Another songwriter did. But once I heard the song, I was like, wow, this is an incredible song. And I know it has an amazing message. So right away, I was like, yes, I want this song. I want to record it and release it. And so, yeah, we went to the studio, recorded it. And yeah, now it's out. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. So clearly the message behind it is what really spoke to you, in other words. Yes, because I do have one of my best friends from middle school, her family, she came from a really, I mean, her her dad was in jail and then her mom wasn't around. And right when I heard the song, it really made me think about her and about what she had to go through. So, yeah, it really connected to me. Yeah, and it sounds like, as we were saying earlier on, it sounds like, well, if I can relate to this song... Obviously, you tell yourself, I want to record it, but you're thinking, if I can relate to the song, then I know that if I record it, if I sing it, that others will be able to relate to me singing it. Yes. Yes. Well, Annalise, congratulations on all the success that you're having. I'm glad to hear that it sounds like you're having a lot of fun along the way (laughs) doing all these different things that you're doing. Yes. Thank you so much. My pleasure, and I appreciate you making time to be on Now Hear This Entertainment today. Thanks for talking to me. Thank you so much. Listeners, that will do it for another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, dancer, and actress Annalise Hoveda. Be sure to head over to AnnaliseHoveda.com. As I said before, you can look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of her first and last names, although I will put a link to it from the show page for this episode at nhte.net. And then once you land on AnnaliseHoveda.com, you can see all the social media platforms that she's on so you can engage with her. Be sure to like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Remember that while you can follow Annalise on Spotify, the better way to support her is by purchasing downloads of her music. You'll see links on AnnaliseHoveda.com for iTunes and Amazon. Remember also that you'll want to keep up with her online for any announcements as she releases new music, as well as news on any other projects of hers. Don't forget that Annalise and I will have some extra conversation over in the bonus content that's only available exclusively through Patreon. There's already similar audio up there already from each of the last four weeks' guests. It's only 5 bucks a month, and it's ad-free. And that's the only place you can get it. Go to the show website, nhte.net, hit the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button, and that will take you to where you can gain access to the exclusive content. Remember also about scrolling down on nhte.net to the tall Amazon banner to start all of your shopping through them that way so that they can kick back a small percentage of the sale to help me with all the expenses I have for doing this show every week for what will be six years as of mid-next month. For now, that will do it for episode 311, 
Thanks ever so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Annalise Hoveda. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Breakaway. When I feel I've lost all control When I can't breathe, think I even feel my heartbeat Something deep inside of me A rush of energy comes over me You might think you've got me trapped inside a cage But I am gonna break away Go, but I wanna be